This is Scott Hansen of SP Hansen Games, and you're listening to Legends of Tabletop. Welcome to the Legends of Tabletop podcast. We're getting ready to jump into our Rogue Trader game, our our sporadic Rogue Trader game. We're hoping to get uh, a couple of episodes in now that everybody's locked down or most people are locked down. So I'm trying to coerce the rest of the crew into uh, recording a couple extra sessions, but eh, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll give you a recap for our last session. Of I'll do next week. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I wanted to interrupt because I knew it would fuck up your flow, but also I will do next week. And that's, you can take that to the bank. The bank's closed, though. Don't go there. <laughs> the bank is essential. All the banks are open. <laughs> All right. So last time, uh, Venari was doing what he does best, uh, was drinking and carousing along with Ennis, who's his sometimes partner in crime, uh, while Jarnan and Kynok were actually on point, trying to take care of the mission. Like, I mean, it's whatever, you know, demons. Uh, so they came back in, collected up uh, Venari and Emmis, said that the warp presence uh, was detected outside of the city, about a kilometer away in the mausoleum section. So we jumped on the shuttle, went out towards the mausoleum, did some scans, uh, determined which mausoleum uh, we were heading towards. Uh, the there's uh, beacons on the on the mausoleums, and it was coded to an old uh, inquisitorial house. It was the Adolium dynasty. It was an ancient. It's an ancient dynasty, and they were very adept at um, going after warp demons and chaos. Uh, so we touched down and found uh, that there were some heavily modified tech priest shuttles outside the mausoleum. Venari sent the skull out to do some scans to see if they were active, see if anybody was out and about. Uh, things look clear. So we got closer as Jarnan started to look at some of the iconography on the outside of the mausoleum and realized that they were changed to be heretical or at least to someone as well-trained as Jarnan is, uh, knows everything inside and out about his uh, religious practices so he just lost his shit. It was a very awesome moment where the doors kind of like flipped open and he's standing there with a the flamer, little flame licking off the uh, the edge as the camera spins around. Uh, and as we go in, there's five. Uh, thanks to Kevin, there were five uh, servitor type beings or heavily modified human uh, humans. Um, we fought those. It was it was a re- it was a real bad scene. <laughs> And uh, Kynok, well. Kynok figured out how to use his uh, his hell cu- was a hell gun. Uh, yeah, yeah, I used my gun. Finally, <laughs> that, that was hell also pistol. a shit yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty much where we Still left off. Still practicing. In, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, we we left off in that upper antechamber. We hadn't uh, seen or heard anything else. Uh, we'd resolved combat, kind of patched ourselves up a little bit, and guess we pick it up there. Okay, yeah, I was under the impression you might have left the antechamber and retreated outside, but I was not 100% on that. So you can be in the antechamber if you would like to be in the antechamber. Um, in light of that, you, I mean, you did make quite a bit of noise. Uh, <laughs> it does look as if there's some sort of mechanical lift system at the very far back of uh the the antechamber that you haven't approached to determine like how far down it goes it's just a very large like you know lift winch type system it looks like there's all sorts of you know contraptions and mechanical uh stuff to to you know move of uh probably like a 30 by 30 platform up and down potentially uh it's 
down at the moment. There's just a hole, but you do see controls and things from where you're standing. At least looks like there's some sort of way to, to, to manipulate it. So you have no idea how far down it went. The entities, the server type protectors, guards that you destroyed are, you know, all dead. Uh, you're not sure, of course, if anything below would have hurt or not from where you stand currently because you're still sort of like, I guess kind of teleported to the back uh, initially and then kind of worked his way back toward the front of the antechamber. But currently you're not sure, like you don't know how deep it is. You don't know, you know, whether you should right now, there's no activity at the lift. So uh, for the moment, it seems as if it's not like someone's directly like coming up to investigate. Is there any sort of check that we could make on the corpses to see like, are these tech priests? Um, you know, probably this was done by tech priests. I, you know, I get like who else would do this sort of biomechanical whatever, but is there any information to be gleaned by investigating the corpses and what skill would that be? I, uh, you, there is, Tech use could would tell you of Mechanicus manipulations done. Uh, there is forbidden lore, uh, like demons. If you wanted to look for like corruption type stuff, uh, or warp is you could potentially uh, do as well. So yeah, like there's any not like you would have to do it different. Lee, uh, for each. So if right. you wanted to look for augmentations beyond just a standard servitor, that would be tech use if you're looking for the mechanical part. If you want to look for corruption or any kind of weird other stuff, it would be ecclesiarchy or forbidden lore, warp or demons or whatever. Right? So you'd have to take a different approach for each one. Uh, so he like waves over to the skull and comes buzzing around and he's like, um, can you connect into one of these corpses? I want to see, is there anything that you can glean from it? Cause it has tech use. Okay. Um, <laughs> with the, with the combat tool, it's got a 30. I don't know if a combat tool would be useful. In this yeah, scenario. they have, I mean, they are servitors, so they do have, um, like, yeah, they do have ports that it would access with a combi tool uh, or it could like open the head plate up and start fucking around <laughs> essentially. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you want to do that. Yeah. All right. So I'm like, uh, see what you can figure out. Uh, transmit that to the data pad here. And it's got a 45. <laughs> what would I roll a 30? So one degree of success. It's starting to, uh, it hovers over, the combat tool comes out of its little, uh, you know, like uh, crevice that that or little housing, yeah, it does. and uh, plugs into the back of the head of one of these servitors. It starts reading data, and it starts streaming through your pad. It does indeed look as if these are uh, Mechanicus created. Uh, servitors, they are non-conventional in that the uh, they're not for what you would normally consider. You couldn't, for instance, purchase this sort of thing from this is doesn't match any known Mechanicus pattern on the open market. So it's Mechanicus of origin. It has those traces, but doesn't uh, it's not, it, it's a custom, if you would, uh, model of, uh, technology, uh, infused within these particular beings. Uh, so it appears that these are, um, off the, not off the rack models. These are highly modified. Um, I don't know why the Mechanicus would do that unless it was for the thrones, although maybe they were perverted from their original purpose. Uh, Connock, do you get any uh, warp feelings from these things? Any uh, any sense of corruption? 
So he will uh, close his eyes, let the third eye flutter slightly, and uh, see if he can get a sense of the warp from any of these creatures. Can I do a, uh, a forbidden lore warp? Sure. All right. Let's see. I am rolling out of a... What the heck is that? Int. So that is ah, 61 out of 53. Zero degree uh, failure. Yeah, you... You don't detect any warp corruption directly now. Yes, I do not believe that these have been uh, showing any malfeasance from the warp itself. Perhaps their uh, augmentation was intended then? Uh, Perhaps. Uh, That is always something that uh, we can perhaps speak to talent tracks about, but uh, so we'll put that in our Hip pocket for now. Um, these would appear There's, to have been a, a rear guard, so I assume that someone else is further within the crypt as the elevator is indeed down. There is a uh, a definite sense of the warp somewhere within this area. It's just not coming from these drones. Well, yeah, I mean, there is a demon. That's, that is why we're here. Was there anything else in this antechamber? I can't remember if um, if it would. This was just a, a throughway to somewhere else. Or if there was anything else in this room itself, uh, it was basically just a throughway. Okay. Uh, it had call like pillars and stuff. So this okay. was sort of the. Uh, I mean, it's very ornately yeah. decorated and carved with, uh, you know, all the symbology, you know, uh, customary of uh, a legacy family that, you know, had hunted warp demons and the such. So it's very regal. It's old and super gothic. But, uh, yeah, in this person, in this area, there's not like this is like, uh, you know, it's like the tip of the iceberg, a little like the. I mean, it's not little, it's still giant, but then goes down, you would imagine, quite a long way into okay. the earth. I was just just looking, Emmaus is going to look around at the walls and while Kynok is doing that, and I'm, he's going to walk over to where the the lift is, the you know the mechanism to go up and down, and just look at the, um, the stuff on the wall to see if he can decipher what the, um, you know, the controls are. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to go over and start looking while Kynok's doing his his voodoo. Okay. Uh, are you trying to, like, do you want to roll a test to look for something specifically? Or I, No, it was just, yeah, it was just to see if, if the controls are, you know. They look human-made. They, they look, they, they do look fairly standard. Um, yeah, there's no, uh, yeah, you, eh, I, okay, it looks as if there is some sort of – it has a terminal, a standard terminal that you would imagine, uh, but it does look as if you do need some sort of uh, credentials to operate them. I would imagine you couldn't just go down into someone's family tomb. Just yeah, it was yeah, up or down. So yes, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like it's not just like – yeah, it's not like an elevator. It is an elevator, but it's like an elevator – that you gotta have permission to use. Okay. So I will look at that and I'll see that entry point, that port, and I will shout, Captain, we're probably gonna need uh, your servo skull to help us with this. Uh, it doesn't look like we'll be able to access anything straight in from pushing any buttons. Does it appear to have a uh, slot for a card or does it have a keypad or a vocal quarter? Uh, it's a keypad. So he, he, you know, points of the skellies at Kane. Um, see if you can find any uh, codes within. Thank you. I he's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> nice. Is that another check? Uh, yeah, tech use. Uh, I would say, yeah, just a regular difficulty. Can I also inspire the servo skull? <laughs> you may not. It is inhuman. It, or it okay. is in... It's not sentient or sapient. So okay, no, that's why I yeah, it never occurred to me before now. <laughs> <laughs> Do a good job, buddy. Ah, 50, 50 out of forty-five. Uh, 
it continues processing. It's it's not like it can't do it. It just isn't. It's currently still trying to. Uh, you see on your your uh, data slate that it's like basically you know still processing, trying to crack any code available. Okay, so we get to a little spinning uh, hourglass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, is there any iconography inside the chamber that we could also investigate? Sure. Jarnan, um, you'd notice the uh, outside that the uh, symbology was uh, altered in, in a way. Uh, is anything in here uh, look out of place to you? Uh, I don't know. Does it look out of place? I'm not sure, Jarnan. Uh, more in your. Uh, I would love to give you a role. Knowledge. Uh, I do not have a single iota of knowledge on my character. Because it was on my wiped hard drive. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I thought he oh. said it was working. <laughs> nope. It's not no. working. Oh, I down to okay. two hard drives. That's, okay. So I was like, wait a minute. Uh, you so if you want, I can just do like have... a 50-50 on most things. Yeah, I, I guess we could <laughs> 50-50 for most Yeah, things. I'll just I'll just go buy the stats on this thing and uh yeah i'll figure out something jarn is not feeling very well today so he's uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> uh feeling disconnected from his god emperor because of all the heretical shit going on around him all right so yeah let's do forbidden lore heresy check uh no not at all. Uh, I rolled a 73. Any subtleties in the carvings or changes you are not, unable to discern at this point? Died. What about... Okay. I think I have Forbidden Lord Xenos, but I don't know if that's going to do anything. Uh, you can roll it. I will roll it. That would be... Uh, minus five. Out of 40. I got a 25 out of 40 for Xenos. For there, Lord Xenos. There, there are no, uh, there are actually no Xenos markings okay. in any of these carvings. If anything, uh, you don't know enough of heraldry from previous family. families, but uh, there's certainly nothing that looks of Xenos origin. Okay. So right. after. After Jarnan does his, then Amaius will say, uh, I, I guess the good thing is there isn't any, I can't sense any Xenos uh, markings on this, so we can mark off one thing to worry about. Well, I guess that's good. We wouldn't want to have uh, Xenos demons running around, would we? <laughs> yeah, you don't You don't want warp-tainted orcs running around or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that'd, that'd be really weird there has to be that I that has to be <laughs> Neil made a note of that later. of course I did <laughs> that gentleman you sold um... a bunch of tainted shit to orcs that shit's coming back to you <laughs> you profit now and you pay later that's capitalism <laughs> we profit now yeah. somebody else pays later <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll see alright gentlemen um, I don't wish to wait here all night uh, Kane numbers uh, give me make... another check yeah uh, 46 out of 45 fuck it's still stalling Emmaus is going to stick his head into the empty, um, should I say lift or should I say elevator, uh, the elevator shaft, and uh, <laughs> point down and say, we may have to do this the hard way. And he gives Kane, uh, shoots Kane a dirty look, the Kane head. You certainly don't, uh, it doesn't. There's no cables I mean, hanging it, in the middle goes, like in the movies. <laughs> uh, there <laughs> are. It's just you don't see a bottom yeah, for okay. sure. So yeah, Kynock will actually Kynock actually I wonder how far down it is. And like, I'll pick up it's, like a stone and drop it off the edge. 
pick up a body and uh, kick it over the edge. Yeah, <laughs> right. you it, it pick, goes... up, pick up one of the servitors, roll it off the edge. <laughs> Go ahead, forty k. You got to you know tr- throw it rock down the shaft. True. <laughs> I wish I would have calculated how long that would take, uh, <laughs> but it goes for. A very I think in long six time. seconds you fall like a hundred fifty feet or something like that. Really? So, yeah. I thought that. I would say yeah, it goes for shit thirty seconds, <laughs> and you hear a very weak thud. Ooh, the thing's paced now. Yeah, it's more of a splat. <laughs> yeah. You, well, yes. As you uh, are standing there, the lights on the panel light up, and the machines start whirring as the massive chains turn, presumably lifting. I believe that we might want to find cover. Ah, uh, yes, you've uh, let them know that we were here. Thank you, Kynok. He does a bow. <laughs> um, how far away is the chain from the opening? Uh, it's in the middle of a 30 by 30, so yeah, like 15 feet. I'm going to spray my flamer at the chain. Uh, flamer probably wouldn't do much to a chain. Well, I'm just thinking superheat the metal. It becomes a little weak and maybe a link gives away. Uh, I'm going to say, though, oh, Jarnan, we do eventually have to get down there. <laughs> I can I have you go I down right now. The, I don't know what the rules are on, <laughs> oh, on like, I hate, I'm, like, destroying stuff. But a flamer, I feel like, couldn't heat metal of that thickness enough to break it okay unless you i mean you'd have to be standing there and doing it but like you're it's also moving so you're not on the same point even if you're trying to do it with a like if you had a uh like a plasma torch maybe but then you'd also have to be like plasma torching the same place but it's moving so you wouldn't be able to do that so you couldn't actually superheat it because it's like it's like, you know it's like going over a a, a pulley. So, yeah. so to Jar- to Jarnan's point, this thing is moving of its own volition. The servo skull didn't do anything, or we didn't do anything to get it to move. Right? It just started moving. It does not seem so. It doesn't. The servo skull is still trying to override yeah. commands, and okay. it yes, it seems like the panel lit up. Someone or something is likely coming your way. Yeah, but we didn't go and push up or down arrow and our floor just started happening. Okay. Um, Yeah, Amaze is going to look around to see if he can uh, find somewhere to have a bit of cover. Is there, are there pillars that are close to where the elevator is? Uh, Yeah, there were thin, I mean, depending on close, I mean, there are pillars spaced through, so it would be. Wow, I don't know what I said the dimensions were, but it was pretty it was like 100 big. by 100. Yeah, well, yeah, something like that. So they're like, yeah, like 100 or 150 by 50 or something. Yeah, so it was like pretty big. Yeah, so like they're, I mean, within, meters? within 20, yeah, within 30 meters for sure. I'd say there's pillars within 20 meters. I wasn't going to go too every- far back. I was going to try to stay close to you know, I think I said every 30 meters there were pillars. Okay. So. Okay. This is Kane, to me. And then he ducks behind a pillar that's, you know, 30 meters from the door. Okay. Draws his hell pistol. I'm assuming everybody's getting ready. <laughs> Kynok yeah. shall yeah. draw his hell pistol as well. <laughs> I'm just going to step off to the side of the door. <laughs> they come through. Wait. They're just being met with a wall of fire. <laughs> Okay, so... Or the opening, I should say. You're standing to the side of the opening. Yep. Jarnan, get in a cover! I'll take, like, two steps back, so I'm, like, five feet away from the opening, and just look at him and like, <laughs> raise my hands, and then just, like, raise my flamer. 
<laughs> okay. Don't do we want to question them? I'm gonna like wisp. I'm gonna like mouth. I'm not gonna talk and give away my position like others. <laughs> <laughs> he just puts up his hands like, All right. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, okay. Uh, you know what? Fuck. I'm just gonna do what I was gonna do. And do it. You can do, do whatever. It. Every time you do it, it's really bad. Do it. It is. It's really bad because you should probably think about what you just fought. And yeah. like, are you just gonna stand there, or like, what yeah. are you doing? So he's standing you know, right there. He's the standing question. right there, and Kynok is standing about ten feet behind him. Hell pistol okay. ready. I'll look. I'll look at uh, and just shake my head. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh, as the elevator comes up, um, there's a large platform. You see a large, looming tech priest figure with two twisted, mutated warp creatures on chains. Uh, Essentially, uh, like, they have, like, massive chains uh, secured around their hands, feet, neck that are then connected to the back of the tech priest, like a massive, you know, steel rung type thing that is connected to. So where is Jarnan? You're just standing in the open in the open behind like the platform. The wall, right? Yeah, like I'm like against the wall. Like they'd have to walk out of the opening and then like, you know, turn to the left to see me. Okay. All right, I'll roll for that. They come up. Um, the tech priest. There is a body of one of the servitors. Ah, fuck, we were um, gonna, I wanted to move those, damn it. <laughs> on, well, on the platform, just smashed and crushed. <laughs> the tech priest then sort of breathes heavily and looks around he sees some of the bodies he walks over picks one up seeming like it's nothing just like it's a fucking rag and then throws it looks back and sees Jarnan who are you why have you come into this temple I am Jarnan I am a follower of the god emperor and i have come into this temple because there are clearly heretics here that need to burn then i assume you cannot be persuaded well what's the persuasion that you can leave with your life or i will kill you here and now for meddling in affairs you have no possible idea how to comprehend. I comprehend that you marred the sacred symbols. What do you have to say about that? The Omnissiah requires sacrifice, and these sacrifices are worth what we gain for the people. So are you doing things down there in service to the God Emperor? I do what is required for the Omniscient. That wasn't a yes or a no, and I'm a very black and white universe kind of guy. Then perhaps we cannot come to an understanding. Apparently not. Venari's like leaning at, he's like pointing at his pistol, like shaking his head. (laughs) But I do have to warn you, you don't think I did all of this by myself, do you? It doesn't matter. Those things were but toys. These. His uh, servants he waves to are a wispy sort of levitating chained hag ghost creature with some technical augmentations and a massive brutish hulking horror 
uh, modified to some degree, obviously, to be more uh, uh, robust, but at the same time, uh, definitely tainted by the warp. I, I, I almost feel like Venari should come out and try to negotiate. <laughs> It's up to you. You have the like. If if someone doesn't say something, initiative gets rolled pretty quick. So yes, it does. All right. Well, by the warp, and that's Jarnin's trigger. So I mean, so they're definitely warp creatures of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Venari kind of steps out. He's got his, he's, you know, he's got his pistol in his hand, but he's got to kind of his hands up, and he goes. All right, now hold on, hold on. So you said negotiation. He kind of like holds his hand up to Jarnan, you know, like just shakes his head, like just give me a minute. Um, so, um, you know, and the skulls floating by, and he's like, we have some acquaintances, and he's kind of like waving his hand at the skull, uh, with uh, the Adeptus Mechanicus, and I, far be it from us to perhaps be in the way when we're not necessarily here to interfere with whatever you're doing. We're here on other business, let's say. What is your business? I, you know, there's this whole thing, warp demons. I, you know, it's a whole, you know, I we have to keep the missionary happy. Like we've got to kill stuff, the heretics to burn. It keeps everybody happy. I have no interest in the affairs that they complete the ark. They pray work their flesh to the bone when it could be made stronger with steel, titanium, and other methodology. I am here to harness power required to assure the omniscient ascension. And I've done it. These creatures are the epitome of technological wonder, and they will fight and die for my command. What are you to stop me? Who are you, peasant, when I have created such divine beauty? Jarnan's going to look at Venari at that and be like, really? Well, so, so what is it that you're fighting against i mean i know there's always some certain amount of friction between the adeptus mechanicus and the ecclesiarchy jarnan here is a prime example i but we need the adeptus mechanicus to help the imperium of man to flourish Uh, if you're perhaps using those uh, what aren't we fighting sir who what may i call you uh, Venari Hollerman. Mr. Hollerman, what may I ask you? Are we not fighting the empire of man's splinters under the weakness of human minds? The Mechanicus are pushed against by the Ecclesiarchy and the Administratum. The Zenos would overrun us all if they could. So we must fight back with much power as we can harness. That is what I'm doing. Harnessing power. He like holds up his hands. He's like, okay, all right, all right. If we're all on the same page, Jordan, if he's gonna, you know, kill heretics and Xenos, that's gotta make you happy, right? I mean... I can understand using evil to fight evil as long as you are doing this in the name of the god emperor and to further his divine cause I, that might be a stretch jordan i don't know they have their have own thing problems i suppose that depends on whether you believe the omnisaya and the god emperor are one in the same i don't care i serve the omnisaya i've never heard any mankind. I've never heard any information to discredit them being one and the same. How can you can have two different omnipowerful things? I don't ask those questions. All I know is I serve the one who has gifted us these talents. As and do if I. If you agree, 
then I'll be on my way. Venari kind of looks from the, the tech priest to Jarn and back to the tech priest again. Like, did that just happen? We're going to have to have a catechism now. We're all going to sit down and pull up the book. <laughs> <laughs> Dogs and cats living together. Mysteria. If you have no objections to us uh, continuing on our mission as well, uh, perhaps the if you could provide the code to the uh, to the lift, that would be uh, most uh, most helpful for us. I'm sorry, but we came to an understanding. Your mission is what? Uh, the demon, after all, we uh, we came to speak with the demon. There are no demons. I beg to differ. <laughs> He, he points at Kynok and he's like, I, he has a feeling about that kind of stuff. Uh, can, you us- <laughs> can you give me a Dynessence check? I got I came in. While you're doing this, um, Emmaus is looking back towards the entry where we came in and he's just sliding back another pillar closer to the door. <laughs> Are you stealthing from pillar to pillar? And he's trying to see if he can. I would fit pay the- like I would pay so much money if Emmaus escapes and then like everyone else dies. And <laughs> it's a new mission. It's a new campaign with him as the rogue trader. Just <laughs> doing his thing. Where's the writ? Yeah, well, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to. I'm Benari now. <laughs> <laughs> trying to see if the Look shuttle. At me. Look at me. Look at me. Um, that would be a 21 out of 63, four degrees of Sinescence success. The entities he refers to that mm-hmm. are chained to him mm-hmm. are the source of the power uh, you detected. They I, are likely, accord- and in your understanding, of yeah. the possibility are likely demon hosts, demons yeah. that were s- enslaved in human bodies and then okay. bent to the will of man. <laughs> I will uh, casually roll <laughs> up to Which, by the way, in. if you don't know about demon hosts, it literally is putting the power of a demon with some or some less restraints into a person and so, yeah, then I'll controlling st- that person. Yeah. I'll stroll up to, to Jarnan and kind of uh, almost put my chin on his shoulder right next to his head. And I'll whisper into his ear and be like, um, Jarnan, I believe that they are uh, his two friends um, currently hosting uh, the demonic presence that I had sensed earlier. Uh, in effect, he has demon slaves. So this is Kynok's fault then. Josh <laughs> <laughs> uh, is gonna like whip his head around to like knock your head off of his shoulder. It kind of loudly whisper. Those things have demons. In them, uh, metaphysically speaking, yes, not technically, physically, although quite possibly physically as well. But uh, uh, pretty much physically, yes. I mean, uh, uh, demons are insubstantial to some degree. Indeed, yeah, so they are. There are demons literally in them. <laughs> yeah, in but bound in inside so them. If right. that you kill the body, the demons go back to the warp. They yes. don't die, yeah. but they there are demons inside yes. them for sure. Uh in in so much as one can bottle the wind in in produce that as a as a thing. I, yes, for all intents and purposes, there are demons inside of them. Uh Jaren's gonna turn back to the tech priest and speak very slowly so that he can understand him. Uh, my colleague suggests that you have demons inside of your two, well, for lack of a better term, slaves. Is this true? He thinks for just a second. They are bound inside the flesh, yes, but contain it controlled by not just the flesh, and the word by my machine. Okay, my they, only... They do my 
My only question is, what do you do with them when you're done with them? If you are finished with that specific demon, what do you do with the demon? The work of the ominous ever done. My work will never be complete. I will use them and build. They are nothing. Will create more. I will say, John, in the uh, the essence of the demon, even even one that we uh, run into, is never fully gone. It simply returns to the other side of the veil. Uh, I believe, though, in this instance, um, what he would do is use them up slowly until their essence actually dwindles into uh, the power source that is no longer usable, at which point he would return them. But they'd be a mere fraction of their original power. Uh, But, uh, yes, I believe that he would just kind of uh, drain the tank, so to speak. That is likely not correct. The form is imbued with some power, yes. Powers beyond the flesh. But when sent back to whence it came, it likely faint, unchanged, as if I had in the first. Well, that's, that's your opinion. True. It may have a grudge. Fear no demon. Well, while you're putting the demon to use, it actually can't work against the god emperor it works for the god emperor it works whoever i say it works for so i suppose yes by your transitive logic that would be correct John, and I have to say, I am very much a fan of the open-mindedness that you are showing right now. It shows vast improvement in evolution in your theories. Bravo. (laughs) I am going to take that as the compliment you did not wish it to be. Oh, indeed, I did mean it as a compliment. However, you are correct. I do not see a problem with this. Venari slowly turns and looks at Jarnan. (laughs) Uh, okay? The tech priest looks Venari up and down. You are not one of the administratum or a member of the Imperial Navy. You're a free trader of sorts. He he pulls himself up to his full height and kind of like pulls down the front of his coat. He says, uh, yes, I am a rogue trader of the House Hollerman. He raises an eyebrow. Perhaps motivated, of course, as you are by wealth and power, amenable then to a business relationship. I work with other rogue traders in my trade, and as I said, these entities do as I command. And as I command, they will do what is commanded of them by another, if I say it, though. Or enough grown, of course. And I have means of assuring the safety of those buyers as well. Perhaps, if you're interested, there could be a business relationship to profit both myself and my fellow members of the mechanics, as well as a number of good Imperial citizens, as you would say, looking to harness the power of the warp against. What greater threat that you have to the than is in itself that power is near infinite? Yes, I assume that it would be. Uh, you raise an interesting proposal, and he kind of like raises an eyebrow, Jarn, and he says, uh, aside from thrones and power, I am also concerned for my immortal soul as well as my second in command as a man of the faith. Uh, if he could be persuaded, and it seems that perhaps he has been to some degree, we may be able to reach some sort of an arrangement. The tech priest looks at Jarden, raises an eyebrow, and then some of his mechandrites are like, hmm? (laughs) (laughs) What what type of arrangement uh, do you have in mind? What is it that you uh, trade in? Is it just 
creatures such as these? Well, of course, the creatures are our most valuable asset, of course. But we do have access to a material that negates the power of the demons. As he walks over and caresses the face of the, the giant one. In case they break free of their bonds, of course, we cannot bind a demon completely. But if they do, then we simply remove its power. He pulls, uh, Mechandrite kind of pulls a vial out of one of his uh, many pockets on his cloak to show a completely black gel-like substance um, as he's like, eh, yes. That is very interesting. And he, like his eyes flick over to Kynok because Kynok probably knows what it is too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kynok's eyes go wide a little bit. It's like, when exactly did you procure this substance? I won't divulge all of our secrets, but for some time, as you know, the secrets of Mechanicus and preserve the life of humans were beyond, beyond the normal lifespans. So yes, I dealt with it for some time and used it to channel a certain individual into my care. So we were, so if the my my time's a little off on this we handed our vial over to the mechanicus to what probably five or six months ago maybe, maybe yeah. less last six probably. months maybe yeah, yeah okay yeah. And what's oh, yeah. Yeah. no this yeah. is well beyond that this is well before that as a matter yeah. of fact yeah that's what yeah you, that's what i'm getting the sense of based on the information you had i'm trying to look if you actually had the information directly but essentially like valentine where you were was trading in that that black stuff oh yeah well like when all of their psychers quote you know, disappear where there were no psychers, quote unquote, right? Uh, or no black ships could detect psychers for right. like centuries. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, what's uh, John? Real quick, sorry. What's the uh, the name of the the tech priest that we were dealing with? Talent tracks. Talent tracks. Okay, so yeah, uh, so yeah, kind of uncle just kind of lift an eyebrow and uh, look over to to Venari, say it is very interesting that talent tracks did not mention that. The Mechanicus has a history of this when we handed the vial over to him and then slowly <clears throat> turn his head back to the tech priest. <clears throat> the tech priest <clears throat> takes... Are you clearing your very... throat in person or in game? In, in game. Yeah. He's like giving you a throat <laughs> slash. He's like rubbing his fucking... A very beard. small step. <laughs> what did you say? Psyker? Oh, no, no, no. Navigator, not Psyker. It's kind well, of the same thing. A bound psyker, then. A slave psyker. So what did you say you encountered the substance before and told the Mechanicus of it? His third eye will shudder when he mentions slaved and such. He's like, yes. Yes. We had encountered this before, and we had done a trade with a uh, with a fellow who had uh, been dealing in this, and we were very interested and in, uh, purchased some from him. And in order to uh, decipher exactly what the substance is, we went to Talon Tracks and decided to discuss it with him, figuring that the Adeptus Mechanicus would be the best place to have it uh, looked at. Are you sure that that's... Because I think that was a different thing, Kynok. I, I think you're confusing uh, a different mission that we were on, because that doesn't seem... I don't recall that. Perhaps that was uh, before your sustaining of alcohol. 
if I, I remember correctly, I you were know. quite deep in it at that moment, both in alcohol and women. So Emmaus is going to walk back towards where everybody is. He's not going to be completely huddled up with the group, but he's going to be wherever the closest pillar is, and he's just going to kind of – he sees that no one – Jordan hasn't lit anyone up, so he's just going to like slide down a pillar and sit down on the ground with kind of his – uh. <laughs> His bolter in front of him, and just kind of look on and see see where this goes. Can I make a deceive check? <laughs> I feel like we should probably sure. roll some dice. Yeah. All right, it's yeah, gonna be against fifty five. Oh, fifty one. <laughs> uh, shit. Hold on. Let me see what this is. An opposed test. So, Jordan, you might want to roll too. <laughs> uh, let's see. What's the willpower? Failed the fuck out of the willpower test, so he believes Venari. And like he's stepping towards, you know, Kynok. He's got his hand out. He's like, no, I that's clearly not. And he's like, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I I wouldn't imagine you've seen something as rare as this. Uh, Unless, of course, you traveled through some terrible warp storms to find it. Uh, Quite unique. Only found here beneath this place. Oh, really? Now, I, I yeah, perhaps um, a, a sample, perhaps. Uh, what what are the uh, the the properties? Could you uh, could you tell us? Uh, without giving away too much, it's able to, in some ways, inhibit or negate the warp forces. Quite useful against these creatures. As he strokes the the face of the of the so the creepy gross. twisted one, um, so gross. As you see, if the psychic energies of the demon contained become too strong, then a simple injection is all you need to sedate them. As he pulls a needle pistol out of his cloak and fires it three times into the floating, writhing uh, demon host and it screams and lurches and then stops teleporting falls to the ground and then looks more like a withered augmented barely life-sustaining near corpse Uh, but human just writhing and groaning as another mechandrite pulls the needles out don't worry it will regain its capacity shortly. But, as you can see, if you need to sacrifice... Uh, yes, that seems quite effective. And, and what would you trade for such a thing? I'm not sure uh, I understand the question. I'm looking, obviously, for thrones, but in other cases, more important items, unique items, that some organizations decided were too dangerous for anyone in the Empire of Man to see. Lost technologies, Xenos technology, those in some cases buried away in the vaults of various esteemed organizations. We uh, happen to come across things again from time to time on our travels. Uh... Space is quite large, and we find ourselves sometimes in uh, very strange places. Well, of course. I would imagine you come across all sorts out there in the reach. I certainly am more than happy to consider interesting items as part of the trade. Otherwise, if you are interested in obtaining wealth along the way, you could trade these items. Obviously, for my items, for interesting items that others have come across. And of course, as you may have discerned, I'm in need of psychers. Of course, they're the only ones that make appropriate vessels. So, any unbound psychers that could be subdued would make for excellent raw materials. Obviously harnessing their talents to benefit the Omnissiah by increasing their power 
and reducing their will. Ben, you are coming. His eyes uh, flick over to Kynok again, and he kind of steps sort of between Kynok and the tech priest, and he says, I don't believe that that's an avenue that we would be willing to pursue. Well, uh, just so you know, your navigators of no use to me. The Empire has already bound this mine and closed to the nature of the warp necessary to convert him into a host. So, obviously, no threat to your crew unless you have unregistered psychers at your purview. But if that's not what you're interested in, then so be it. I have other means. Wired this one has uh, grown uh, we, we've grown fond of this one you can't navigate for shit though Kynock will have his you know, got, uh, Kynock will have his head down just kind of absorbing all of this and uh, especially after what Venari just said um, it's like, am I to believe correctly that you use psychers and those touched with the gift as vessels as tools there are no other hopes you must be touched by the warp to become empowered by it It requires a psychic ability but you take away their freedom you bind them you control them they are not given the power. You shove it within them and then take away all of their action. He looks at Jarnan. But these unbound souls reaching into the chaos are what subvert the God Emperor. We must take them and either destroy them as the God Emperor does to feed his beacon, or in our case, Bind them to become something greater, a weapon for all of humanity against peoples of the warp and the sea. Surely you can see it. You've said it yourself, priest. We've taken these four souls corrupted at their, at their heart and harnessed them into something greater, something to be feared by all. The way... I see it. Either one faction enslaves a psyker or another faction enslaves a psyker. There is no difference, but they must be enslaved because if not, they are a danger to everyone. Kynok's head will slowly raise, staring at the tech priest over Venari's shoulder. Oh, to be as blessed as they were to fully see beyond the veil. You are right. I am chained. I am limited. But you will see what even the power of the warp can do on such a limited factor. We are not tools. We are gifted. We are the only ones who can see through the mirage. And at that point now, his voice will start to like quiver and get a little disjointed. He said, and there is no one who will use us any more to their own demands. You will not tarnish another psyker in this way again <laughs> and right. i would like to open up my eye yeah i figured <laughs> i thought we were in the clear jesus christ i know i was like <laughs> i don't know i thought maybe we had, you guys had it and then you did it yeah, i thought finari could talk his way out of this whole thing <laughs> jackass i didn't know if i thought you might not die tonight uh, but now there's a pretty good chance cause oh no there's not. we're going everyone roll initiative Hey everybody, before we wrap up this episode, I'd like to take a minute to say thank you for tuning in. We hope you're enjoying the podcast from our interviews and actual plays to our rambling roundtable discussions. If you like what you hear and you'd like to support the show, we have great sponsors for you to check out. 
Birds of a Feather Coffee Company is a small batch craft coffee roaster and is our OG sponsor. They have three signature blends to choose from. The Morning Lark, which is a light roast. The Night Owl Blend, which is a rich dark roast. And the Hummingbird Decaf Blend. They also have the exclusive Legendary Brew, a nice medium roast coffee, perfect fuel for all those late night gaming sessions. If you use the code LEGENDS10, you'll get 10% off your order and shipping is always free. So head on over to tinyurl.com forward slash legendary brew or click on the link in the show notes. Thanks everybody for checking it out. We'll catch you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.